Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Priesthood Dispatches. He's the man. <laughs> it's awesome, funny, random, doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Hi everyone and welcome back to the channel. Uh, we're on an outside broadcast this evening from Ye Old King's Head Pub or My Haunted Hotel in Chester um, in the UK. No audio. Bear with. That sounds like it's... You get me now, Doug? Yeah, there you go. All right ever smooth for an outside broadcast. Um, so I'm here with Harry and Brett. Um, Harry is the owner of Ye Old King's Head and the brainchild of My Haunted Hotel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With the help of Brett, of course, as well, and, and Dan. Okay, so we've already been going for a couple of hours this evening, uh, going through some of the rooms and just generally leaving a trail of crap because uh, I was so scared. <laughs> um as we've gone along these guys have been watching me on the cameras it has been insane alone yeah i just i didn't know what i was expecting like i've watched it on youtube um and anyone that wants to the links in the description below um you can see the episodes how do you find the difference with the scene on television and actually being here when i watched it on on television i thought wow that looks easy you know and then i walked into room six which is the room i'm supposed to be sleeping in whether i sleep or not um and i just yeah i crap myself i just you had a little bit of an incident in the corridor on the way up as well didn't you yeah yeah so i got a big backpack on um and i thought i'd swung and, and knocked something um and that scared me um but i kind of explained it away with my backpack but you guys watch the cameras yeah, and it was... the, the door did yeah slam close behind you. Uh, you were nowhere near it, so that was yeah. interesting. So for anyone anyone wondering if anything's happened this evening, yes, it has, and it's not been all that enjoyable. Uh, you'll see. Next week we'll put all the footage together, but I thought this evening it'd be good to get from the horse's mouth, like the origins of ye old king's head. So basically, as we know, the building now, it was built in 1622, but actually dates back to 1208. Um, it was owned by the Randall Home family in 1622, but then changed into an inn in 1714, and been an inn ever since. Um, it's a mock Tudor building. So I think the Tudor, the Tudor period ended in 1608. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's 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 in the style of, however, it's, it's a Stuart. Only, yeah, Stuart. Just, yeah, it's, it's a Stuart building in terms of its time frame, uh, but yeah, it's it's made to look like a Tudor building. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's still yeah, 400 years old this year, yeah. as you see it today. Anyway. Yeah, this year. I like I look at the the timbers and the beams and stuff, and for any Americans out there, you would absolutely lap it up. 
because everything is just old. It's the most amazing comment. Uh, I gave a little tour of the building to an American couple not long ago, and uh, uh, and this girl put her hand on the beam in room six in the room you're staying, and uh, and went, "It's amazing that this wood is older than my country." Yeah. Uh, I mean, as, obviously, as we know America now, but uh, yeah, I thought it was a fascinating little thing that yeah, yeah, these beams are nearly two hundred years older than America as we know it. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, and well, they've seen some some life, and for anyone that was at Thrive UK uh, a month or so ago, maybe six weeks ago, this was the venue, and it was a good job I'd not seen your videos before I came to the party because we actually had an incident with a pint that went off one of the tables over in the corner. On this floor here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. over in the corner and smashed. And we put it down to like, you know, the sound of the music and the jumping around and stuff. Which does have an effect sometimes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then I saw afterwards and I thought, well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, we've got footage um, just about five times, six times, but yeah, a fair few. Well, perhaps yeah. even once a week that the pints glide across the tables downstairs. Yeah, it's very the the most interesting incident with pints uh, or glasses flying off tables was actually a group of guys came in, very kind of uh, rowdy group of guys that kind of brought a bit of a negative energy into the room, I guess you could say, and uh, one of them came over to me and said, "My pint just thrown itself off the table." I went, "Guys, you've been drinking all day." Uh, and then as I'm talking to him, he goes, my pint's done it too. So I go over. different tables, wasn't it? Check the ta- yeah. And then as I'm talking to these two guys, another table, this is all at the same time. And they go, wait, have you got cameras? I'm like, yeah, sure, sure. I'll go check the cameras now. Come upstairs. And whilst I was doing that, another pint, four pints on three different tables within the space of a minute of each other. Wow. It's as if something was like, no, you don't belong here. Get, get out of here. Yeah. Um, it was, it was quite fascinating to see, uh, cause you just see these, these just move from the middle of the table. They're not on the edge that it's, yeah, it is quite interesting to see. And it cost a fortune and refunds as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we don't do acts of God here. We do acts of ghosts. Oh dear. So what was this, this room we're in now, um, for anyone trying to, place themselves from Thrive. We're in the room where there's a big long table where the buffet was. Um, mm-hmm. But what what was this room originally? So it's believed to be in a, a brothel. Now, a lot of the inns of this area would have had brothels in, so it wouldn't. it's not nothing new, really. Um, but we've caught pictures of legs in here. We get a lot of w- women's names, don't we? Wenches it comes through on old devices all the time. So we do, there's some truth to it. Um, we get ladies' names. Veronica came through last night, Catherine, which comes through quite often. Again, if you're skeptical over the machines, you know, it's it's weird. Mediums pick them up sometimes. Uh, and we got them through devices that the Introvox that we use. Yeah, where we have actual disembodied voices come through, uh, which is an interesting one. Uh, we, we This room is possibly the most active room, I guess is the way to say it. Um, the room you've just been in, room five, yeah. is directly above us. Yeah, that room. So the room that they just sent me to, and I think they were kind of mean in the way that they did it because they knew what was going to happen because something happens once an hour and there's a cuckoo clock in the corner. 
um, that I didn't. I saw it and I saw it ticking because when you're in a room and nothing's moving, if something does move, that you see that. So I looked at the cuckoo clock. I knew it was there, and this was scheduled for midnight. So I was just leaving the room, and the cuckoo clock went off behind me, and I almost dropped my flipping guts on the floor. Um, but yeah, for the right. So I bought a few props with me that I'll just grab um, for you guys because you'll you'll know what we're talking about. So we've got this um, for anyone unfamiliar with this uh, magical parchment. This is the Holiness to the Lord parchment uh, from the Smith Family Magic Papers. So we've had this and we've presented it before the spirits, but they weren't too interested in it, if I'm honest. Um, but something they have been interested in, and I think that we've had a few knockings from, is reading the Book of Mormon. <laughs> now, it seems random, but I would say that even in the spirit world, they don't want to hear the Book of Mormon. Because <laughs> they just keep it like a few times when, when you watch the footage, there's got to have been at least twice when I've just been reading and there's either been something outside the room or something it, like on the other side of the wall where there's nothing mm -hmm. banging on the wall or knocking on the wall. Um, but I've tried to take it with... Um, you know, a pinch of courage and just do whatever these guys have asked because... You've done well. Very well. Mm, I can that? imagine it's easier if there's someone else with you. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> is, yeah, because you can bounce off that a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, you are the only person here. In fact, now, uh, now the pub downstairs is completely closed, all staff have gone home, uh, we are the only three people here. So if anything happens now... There is no discounting anything. It, it's it, it it could be something potentially paranormal from this point on. Yeah, which is which is good. Um, and you did get a couple reactions from reading. We've had that before when actually people have read the Bible. There's a couple of Bibles knocking around. Yeah, as well. You know, another book that's just just has words in. I think it's just people saying I had enough of that when I was alive. Do not make me listen to it now I'm dead. I think the great thing is as well, once you hear a noise or you think you've seen something, we can verify it all the time because we've got 24 cameras in here now, Brett. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're seeing infrared and the one behind us, I don't know if you can see it. It's, yeah. it's glowing purple. Yeah, it? that um, is actually a thermal imager as well. So I know James is very hot. Yeah, I'm, I'm hot. I've actually, you'll see, you'll see on the, the video when we put it out, um, I've had to change into shorts. I thought I needed to be dressed well for the spirits, but it's so hot, I've just put some shorts on and I've got really uh, bad black socks with it. So I, I don't look the best, but... Uh, just an answer to one of your questions as well. Uh, the pub became a pub and in, in 1714, it was a house before that till 1622. But before that, it was at a house to a gentleman called Peter the Clark. But we have no records of what it looked like or anything like that. Um, but that went back to 1208 where the cellar, the women's toilets and the toilets downstairs, all of, of that era, 1208. You'll see yeah. those in a bit. Yeah, yeah. So 800 years of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I when I came in and on the way here, I said that I had no strong opinion 
as to whether ghosts were real. Um, and, and I still don't, I've not been pushed over the edge, but it's probably just reaffirmed my uh, belief that there's something more than meets the eye. Most definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, me and Brett are in agreement, really. We're, the term ghost, we're not sure as accurate for what is it. There's things we can't explain in here. I'm not going to say it's a, a dead person who's come back and haunting the place. There's definitely an energy in here that does things. So. Yeah. It, and I think when you're here in person, you can feel that as well. There is a definite, uh, you can walk into a room and feel completely different. You have these different vibes around the building that just sometimes feel quite nice, quite comfortable, sometimes feel absolutely horrible. Um, we had some guests here last night, previous visit, they actually were sat at this table and she felt something. We didn't see anything or hear anything on the cameras. Felt this presence, basically walked towards her and uh, she instantly felt terrible like just felt sick she had to leave um so it's, it is interesting that you when you're here yes you can you hear and see things but you feel it as well yeah um for anyone wondering what the room looks like that i'm staying in if you just look on either uh, the priest of dispatches facebook or just on the youtube in the community uh, i've posted some pictures hashtag to my haunted hotel um, of the room that I'm staying in. So you can all just get a feeling for where we are and how you've made it up because I think you've done really well in like things move, right? <laughs> but they, it's some things are easy to move, like some of the torn curtains and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, you catch things out the corner of your eye and you're like, did it, didn't it? Um, one, one interesting thing you asked me to do, and I think everyone else will be interested as well, because Joseph Smith, the um, founder of Mormonism, was said to be a scryer. Um, and when you came over the radio and said, do you know what scrying is? And I thought, well, how apt. And there's, there's a room full of mirrors, okay? And imagine the temple where you've got the mirror facing the mirror, and they go on about looking into the eternities and stuff like that. It's like that on steroids. Um, there's just mirrors everywhere. So these the, these mirrors facing each other are in temples? Yeah, so just massive mirrors and not just um, normal mirrors. They've yeah. got like a dark tint to them. Ah. So that as you look into them, it becomes kind of smoky. It's not just oh, a, okay. it's a very soft image. And they're meant to symbolize like eternity because it's a mirror and it just reflects. Yeah. So nice. yeah, you're supposed to you can look into eternity in either direction. Um, but yeah, so we did some scrying where I stood in front of a mirror and stared at myself like a foot away. And it was weird because I genuinely thought that my face got older and started to droop <laughs> and and I felt sad. Mm. and yeah it kind of my face grayed uh, yeah maybe that's just we well, hear that quite often to be fair with guests and they all see an older image of themselves and do you feel sad really don't you yeah it's quite a common one um you could put it down to your mind playing tricks 
uh, a little bit with the lights in the room. Could be. Uh, but it is interesting when we have recurring instances that, that are similar. Yeah. So what's what do you think is what's happened here, I guess, during your time doing My Haunted Hotel? Because has it only been a couple of months that the actual um, haunted kind of visits have been going on? Yeah, so I've had the building now 10 years and it was always the idea to do what I'm doing today. But obviously you, you take over a business, you've got to learn the business and if it, the business is not doing well, my haunted hotel wouldn't ever, ever exist. So we've been open about 10 weeks now. Probably. Yeah, we're now into our 11th week. 11th week. Um, stuff we've caught in them 11 weeks has been amazing really. But the only reason I've done that is because I wanted to prove to people all the stuff that I've seen because obviously a lot of skeptics out there and whenever you tell them a ghost story, you've got no evidence to back it, back it up really. So now we have, if we do see something or I feel something or there is something in the corner of my eye that I want to verify, I can look on any of the cameras because it basically captures every corner of the, of the building now. So Yeah. Well, I, I remember seeing the uh, candelabra move mm-hmm. on this table as um, as you were talking to someone, the candelabra kind of shook. Um, the one that I saw all over the newspapers was the rocking chair in the room that I'm sleeping in. Yes. Um, started rocking by itself, um, just gently backwards and forwards. Uh, I now have a better image of that rocking chair, which is you sat in it with your head in a hat. Yes. Yeah. That will be on our social media shortly. It's currently loading. Guys, the, the, <laughs> I tried to go full Joseph Smith on it. I'll, I'll share the video uh, later. But, yeah, it's, it remains to be seen what I actually translated from the rock in the hat. But we've got to try, you know. Joseph could do it. Why can't I? Um, but we've also got with us Doctrine Covenant Section 129. Uh, I've not yet had an opportunity to offer to shake the hand of a heavenly visitor. Um, but it's there just in case. And there's one room with lots of kind of curtains, um, so it seemed uh, only fitting to use the curtains and see if I could pass through the veil. Um, so that was that was interesting as well. I don't think we got anything from um, the veil presentation, but you sent me into a wardrobe. It was a bit like Narnia. Um, <laughs> Through the back of the wardrobe, someone has knocked all the plasterboard out and it goes into this tiny little cubby um, with a little stool and you have to kind of climb through. I actually wrecked everything climbing back through the other way. Sorry. Um, knocked everything out of the wardrobe. But yeah, I went in there and I'm sat in this little cubby with no lights and mirrors and stuff. And I just I was reading from the Book of Mormon and someone wasn't happy about it, and, and you just from the other side of the mirror. Yeah, and you said and was, scraping as well. Oh right? yeah. So that was the first. So this was the first thing of the night that happened that I wasn't ex. Well, no, it wasn't. The, the door slamming behind me was the yeah. first thing. This was the second thing of the night that happened. I felt under the little stool that I was on. It was like something scraped along the floor, and I felt it in my feet if you know what I mean, yeah. from the vibrations on the floor. Mm-hmm. I just heard a slight scrape. And I thought, is that something? And then the the knock from behind the mirror. And again, the beauty with all the floorboards in the building, if you 
anyone was to creep up and make a sound or anything like that, you can hear everything. Yeah. So there's no way anyone can do that, you see. Yeah, you can hear. If you walk around this building, you, if someone walked up and down the corridor upstairs now, we'd hear every footstep. Yeah. Um, so there's there's no sneaking up on people. Yeah. As much as I'd love to do that sometimes, I'm probably just really go out and scare them. Well, you are from the scare attraction in this Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's kind of in my blood to just want to scare people, but... You know what? I, I think I think for, there's four or five moments tonight so far that have just been weird, and the one that I thought was meanest was when because we've got the radios, so when something happens, I just want to hear someone else's voice. <laughs> so I'm like, "Did you get that?" Um, and then you said over the radio, you said, uh, "I'm looking at the cameras. There's nothing outside the door because I heard some some banging outside the the door to the room I was in." You're like, there's nothing in there, but do you want to check? I'm like, no, I don't want to open the door and check that there's if there's someone there or not. It took you a while to open the door. It's one of them it's... ones where you're like, why am I opening this door? I've just heard a noise. Uh, I'm the only person up here in like the attic of this really old building. Why do I want to check outside the door what the noise was? But that happened to you one time when you, Brett, when we were in the initial stages of setting this concept up. Brett, well, basically... I, well, so I, I was, didn't you yeah, I, yeah, I did. Uh, I stayed over here by myself, very much like you are. Uh, filmed it all, uh, and I ended up sleeping in what was room two. The, not the, there was a big bed in there and everything at the time. Uh, after being in room five, and the the shower started rattling. Oh. Uh, the end of the night, I go to bed. I turn the camera off in my room because you know it was sort of just uh, going to sleep. And at about half one in the morning, the only way I can describe it was someone roughly tackling the door from the corridor. Oh. I immediately jumped into bed because I uh, jumped out of bed because I was deadlocked in this building by myself. And I look and and apologies to your viewers at home, uh, in my boxes <laughs> creep out into the corridor and and there's nobody there. I genuinely thought someone had broken in. It, that was a scary moment. It was like a sack of potatoes hitting the hitting the door. It was a, a, a scary moment. But when you spend so much time in this building, you start realizing that that's just how it is. Yeah. And you do just go back to bed. It is it is strange, but you you just kind of have to persevere with it and know that, uh, as my mum used to say, it's the living you should be afraid of. Mm -hmm. uh, you say that, but I've seen The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had anyone's head turned just yet. No. There's always time. Okay. Uh, what's this, this contraption uh, just there? Is that... We will be using this later. Uh, it is a spirit box. A spirit box. Um, it essentially scans through uh, different radio frequencies and white noise. And uh, between this white noise, you end up getting... Uh, well, potentially getting some sort of voices that should or could have some sort of intelligent response to a question. So we'll, we'll have you try that one out later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking about going back to sleep now. I'm just going to watch Netflix all night. That's what I do when I'm here. I, like, I spend the night here a lot of the time and I, I stick my laptop on and watch something. Yeah, because I can't, I can't look at that doll in the rocking chair all night. We and, actually bought her from a haunted collector. Oh, did you? Yeah, I bought about four or five items off her. And 
You're really excited about that, weren't we? Yeah. And obviously, she was on the rocking chair when it moved and stuff. Um, but the doll that I kind of inherited with the building is the most active. Yeah, yeah. it was just a normal doll. Died. Oh, that doll. It was actually found in that cupboard. It was just found in that cupboard uh, in the corner. And when we started decorating the rooms, I went, oh, we'll put some dolls in this room because this is where the, 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 the children's spirits tend to hang out. Uh, and I found found a doll in there. And and it's turned into almost it's the most well known thing of this building now. This doll that frequently throws itself off the shelf. I was going to say, yeah, it falls off the shelf, doesn't it? Yeah, apparently it, it fell over last night. I wasn't here. It fairly violently yeah, got right, shoved yeah. off the shelf. It's uh, so it's, it's quite interesting. And we've got new additions coming towards the end of the year, like quite famous ones coming into the building. So yeah, very have... famous yeah. Uh, haunted doll. Yeah, probably one of the most famous haunted items in the country. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I came now then because yeah. that that doll on the rocking chair was heavier than I thought when I picked it up. Mm-hmm. And and the main thing is that in every room there's kind of a laminated card and there's a paragraph on it that tells you about the spirits in that room. Um, and yeah, it just when I when I read mine about the dark malevolent male spirit that lives in my room. And then there's a box in the corner sealed with wax. Um, and it's got a, a demon locked inside called Dune. I just thought, oh my gosh, like whether it's fiction or not, I shat my pants. It's uh, it, it was quite fascinating. Uh, earlier when you were talking through some of the stuff you'd be going through tonight, uh, you ended up saying the three knocks. Uh, which is quite interesting. We do quite often get three knocks, especially in that room you're in. Yeah. So I'm quite interested to see later on whether or not we can kind of make that happen. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see whether we can uh, get it. And it does tend to happen around this box. Uh, it's essentially a cursed box that that could potentially have something locked in it again, what? like off some haunted collector. But uh yeah, if we move the box, stuff tends to kick off a little bit, which is interesting as well. So oh, I might have you take the box uh, out later. Oh, I was going to say I've not moved the box. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what is wanted? That is the reply, um, Jason. Yeah, but I'm. I don't know if I'm scared or just creeped out by all the lighting and stuff because you become hypersensitive to everything Most when you're in those rooms and a lot of the time I'm just sat there in silence uh, reflecting on life choices and nice. yeah you just you're like what am I doing here um, I'm even thinking now what have I got with me because I'm gonna have to go back up to the room and I, I don't want to spend much time in the room <laughs> Just to verify as well, the doll did not break the shelf. But there's a few comments there. Oh, okay. It just fell off the shelf quite violently. That was off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's um, it's an ex-Mormon saying about a broken shelf. Okay. Oh, that, okay. Um, if someone says, what broke your shelf? Basically, in Mormonism, if you've got doubts, they say, oh, we'll just put it up on a shelf. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. But if you put enough doubts up there, the shelf eventually breaks. So when people say what broke your shelf, um, it could be like what was your... that was the final straw. Right, so so I think someone was saying um, that they, um, oh sorry, 
Jane, put your dog away. Someone was saying um, that it was the spirit world that broke their shelf, I think. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so. That's a good saying. I like that. Yeah, broke your shelf. That's, that's a cool... So, But these guys have had the full kind of uh, info dump of Mormon weirdness. Yeah, I, I'm absolutely fascinated by it. When you called me last week to talk about all of this, uh, I've been I've been telling everyone. Yeah. Uh, because it's just, it is fascinating regardless of what you think of it. Um, I absolutely love stuff like that. And the fact that you've come in here and almost... We've learned a lot as well, which is really cool. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, and and we, we normally have people that come here and, you know, call out for ghosts and go home, and that's kind of what they do. But you've sort of brought a new dynamic, which is really interesting. That's right. I've spread my own weirdness on the spirit world. Yeah, it, it's cool. It's it's the, the stories and everything are absolutely fascinating. I was uh, listening in on a story you were telling uh, to the camera about Cuthbert. About Cuthbert. You know what? And during the Cuthbert story, there was a bang at the door. Yeah. Outside. It's uh, so yeah. Just sort of stories like that. Uh, yeah. And all these things you've been coming out with—they're absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I might peck your head more later on. No, it's fine. Well, um, yeah, I think we'll leave it there because everyone's hot, and we've got a lot more to do tonight before we can get any rest, and the spirits are waiting on us. But um, head over to the My Haunted Hotel YouTube channel. Again, the link is in the show description below. And yeah, you can see some of what we're going through before I put up um, things next week and before the episode from you guys goes up as well. Yeah, do you, you'll so, have a few moments in there. I think we we know that we've, we've logged a few moments that, that might make it into the episode. So. Yeah, awesome. But for now... Thanks very much. Thanks Thank to you. you guys. Thank you. And uh, thanks to the spirits. <laughs> and let's hope that I make it to the morning. Um, but we'll see you later, guys. Thanks.